All right, everyone. I'm here with Matt and Alex from White Rabbits, and they're chilling here. They're about to do a gig here in beautiful San Diego, right next to an airport, awkwardly enough, but I guess it's pretty soundproof. So, yeah, I'm going to ask you guys a couple things. All right, so how is, the, how is the writing process between both the records different? Like, was it pretty much a linear thing, or do you feel like there was a, a distinct change in how you wrote uh, It's Frightening versus Fortnightly? Um, for Fortnightly, it was uh, very much kind of all six of us in a room, um, just fleshing out the songs as a group, playing together, and um, for It's Frightening, it was a bit more smaller groups would go in at different times and bring certain things to the table and then we would record it and then other people would come in and edit it and um yeah and I, I think from the first album you know having that under a belt we knew what things we wanted to build upon and which things we wanted to you know keep in the repertoire as far as like actual songs go as far as the album goes we had you know more of an idea going into it what we wanted to accomplish yeah. Were you guys uh were you guys still living together like in the Brooklyn place or um, I Matt and I still live together. Yeah. But um no, everybody's moved out. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um all right. Oh, speaking of Brooklyn. So are you guys both from Columbia too? Is the entire or uh, we're both from Missouri. He, uh most of the guys are from St. Louis. St. Louis. We all met in Columbia, Missouri where the university is. Okay. And uh, so how did hanging out in Missouri differ different from uh, New York? Um, it's pretty much night and day. <laughs> I mean... Uh, there are lots of trees and grass in Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> a lower cost of living being a big big one. Um, I don't know. That's about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. Less people. Less people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And um, oh, I wanted to ask, and I know a bunch of people wanted to ask about, at least, like, people that I know, like, the mm -hmm. album, about Britt Daniels' uh, influence on it. Like, how did that come about? Was it just from touring with Spoon, and, and then you had, you had certain songs in mind, and you wanted it to sound like Spoon, like, similar production to Spoon Records, uh, or? Well, I think we all, like... I think uh, he makes really interesting sounding records, so that was definitely a plus. Uh, you know, we toured with him, we all got along, we kind of have similar musical in interests. Yeah. And um, we just felt like we didn't really want to work with a, like, a professional producer. We'd rather work with somebody who'd bring a bit of freshness and I don't know, fun, amateur qualities to it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay, cool. Um, what was it like his presence like in the studio? Was he just letting you guys do your thing? That's the airplanes. <laughs> I wasn't lying about the airport thing, yeah. He's great. Um, to a lot of extent, he, you know... This is the first full length, or yeah, first full length he had done. Yeah, and that was one of the things that we were kind of excited about. You know, him being a songwriter first, and then you know, him, you know, really just giving like a crack at it, and you know, 
everybody just trying to figure out new ways to to accomplish like a common goal. So it's just really nice working with somebody who's a songwriter first and a producer second, which is what you know we had done that on the first album. Just like, well, let's try something new, you know, with a good friend who's like-minded. That's pretty much it. Yeah. What was the difference between like the first album's production and the second album's production? How it how it was done? Was it did you did you now that's all done? Mm-hmm. Did you notice a difference in how things were carried out? Considering you were oh working? definitely, um, well the first record was kind of a pretty labor intensive process simply because we didn't really know what we were doing. We were a young band and didn't really uh, have an, any idea of how to actually make a record. Um, and so it took a really long time, and um, I think it was more regimented. And the, the first, the recording process was more yeah. like strict, and we were trying to do things in certain timelines, and just kind of sucked a lot of the soul out of out of out of recording. Which is which is fine. I mean, recording is just is that. And this time, it's, it was a lot more organic, mm-hmm. and just kind of doing whatever we could whenever and. You know, not really having like a schedule of just like, oh, we need to finish this song by this time or anything like that. So, you think that more has to do with experience as opposed to who was producing? Experience and, you know, having Brit personally be in those situations knows how, how, you know, awful it can be just having everything be so strict and, Mm -hmm. you know, just trying to fit everything into a schedule when you're supposed to be having fun and making music. And you know, so yeah. it was it was nice. That's understandable. Yeah. Well, he sounds like a good producer. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, so another question I wanted to ask: you know, a lot of people like to throw around the word scene and this and that, and you guys are from New York, and mm-hmm. so I'm sure people have tried to associate you with like a scene. I know you toured with the Walkman, and there are a lot of bands in New York that are really like representing the area well. But how do you feel about the entire idea of being like? associated with the scene is that is that kind of thing that you want to stay away from because it's you know a pigeonholing Um, thing well i mean it's just not really factual yeah um i like a lot of bands from brooklyn um but we're not really friends with any of them we're not we're not going to like parties with them or anything we're not invited yeah there's Uh, there's definitely not like a laurel canyon vibe or anything plus we're just kind of we're pretty you know we all kind of grew up together and we all live together and we're very close and we're pretty insular. We like hanging out with each other and making music and stuff. So um, it's not something I really think about. But when anybody asks me if we're a part of the scene, it's just no, we're not. But I don't know. I don't think that's. I just uh, I just don't think there is a is a yeah. scene. There are a lot of good a lot of good bands, and you know, from playing shows, you you know get to know people. But other than that, I mean, it's just a lot of like ships passing in the night yeah. type type things you know you might see somebody at a party or a bar but other than that it's not yeah it's not very like a close-knit family of musicians yeah it's not like a social there's club or there's no way i don't even think that's possible to do in new york everybody's you know doing their own things okay um and i think i've already read the answer to this in another interview but uh since i'm with you guys now who's your favorite band been to tour with um, well, actually, we're on tour with this, this band called The Subjects right now, and uh, they're from New York, and they're so amazing, and 
truly are kind of our best friends, and I would have to say I've had the most fun on tour with him. That's awesome. Um, but, you know, it was obviously super humbling and uh, inspiring to go on tour with Spoon and Walkman, and mm -hmm. every band's been great. But the subjects, shout out. With the ease, grace, precision, and cleverness of human beings, check it out. That, that album is great. When I first started DJing, that was one of the first albums I listened to. Like, that wasn't just out there, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Just Their live show is, is really amazing, too. Yeah. yeah. And they just recorded a new record. And I, can't, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 really, it's good. really good. Yeah, definitely. Can't wait to hear it. Okay, cool. Um... Yeah, how was how was touring with Spoon and the Walkman? Like, considering like the time and how po uh, like popular it feels both those bands are, was it was it like you said humbling and? Uh, yeah. uh, it was you know both of those bands are f filled with uh, interesting and funny individuals and really genuinely nice and interesting people and uh, watching them perform every night was a treat. I, I really we learned a lot on that tour, and um, both of those both of those bands have really taken us under their wing and helped us out a lot. Um, and I read in an interview that you guys play basketball with the Walkman. Is that true uh, at all? Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> who's the who's the better basketball team? I guess. Oh, they are. They're, the Walkman are really tall, and yeah. uh, if you haven't seen White Rabbits, we're all kind of short. <laughs> And so that doesn't really work to your favor in basketball. <laughs> but you have six people, so I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, what's been your favorite venues to, to tour at now that you've been touring for a bit? Actually, um, we played uh, this airplane. Yeah. Uh, this played place airplane. last night called, uh, called Congress, which we hadn't played before. In Tucson, the, Arizona. Yeah, in Tucson, Arizona, and that's really cool. Um, Walkman in the basketball. We played the basketball against Norva. them at the Norva in Virginia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's an amazing, amazing venue. There's a place in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, called the Bottle Tree. That was uh, the people there are super nice. Cool. Yeah. Um, and what are you guys currently currently listening to aside from the subjects? Uh, I've been getting in. I've been in, I've been in on a Aphex Twin kick lately. Uh, so I don't know. I've been listening to that and having my mind blown pretty regularly lately. <laughs> yeah, uh, I really like the new Horrors album. Yeah, I keep. Yeah, that's that's the most recent album. I you know just start from the first song and make it to the end. So which is really surprising. I really didn't think. Who knew? Yeah, the first album was really like. It felt like it wasn't as polished as the second yeah, one. I think they, I think they really stepped up this album. So, I saw, I saw them uh, perform with the Kills a couple few weeks ago, and they did a thing at the end where they all just couldn't collaborate, and it, it's just like a mess because really? it, it is like, oh, jeez, this is insane. Like, uh, I can't I mean it's like a complete mess. Like, and they want it to be a mess, so it's great. Yeah. Because at the very end they just they just like fall on each other. It's like it's like they're done. It was a, it was also the last show on the tour, I think. Uh, so right. it was especially right. chaotic. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've, fun, we've been in that situation. Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen them. I've never seen them live. Pretty, I like that album. <laughs> yeah, they were fun. They was they had a cool light show. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, and what was the difference between the record labels, the Say Hey and TBD? Uh, well, Say Hey is pretty much just a one-man operation. Um, 
It's basically a a label created by our manager to put out bands that he likes that nobody else likes. <laughs> and so uh, the difference is pretty drastic. Turns out if you're on a real label, they uh, I don't know they they do special things for you. <laughs> and they they have people that are really happy to like work with you and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, say hey was just one guy who's also trying to manage us at the same time, so very very little he could do, but was Aaron managing managing all the bands that were on the record label? On say hey? Yeah. Um, not all of them. Not all of them, but I th- yeah, uh, there's another band that was on his label called Shy Child. He manages them, and I think he manages somebody else, but I don't remember. Okay, cool. Um, Mom set a question. Uh, oh, how is the how is shooting the video for a percussion gun? Considering all the were you guys uh, just yeah. on like a thing and it was just spinning the entire time? Or? Uh, it was like a carousel kind of. Yeah. Um, but it was a construction um, built by a close friend of ours and collaborator um, Andrew Drose Palermo. It was a lot of fun and sometimes very terrifying. <laughs> I think for the first like four or five takes, I would I would get nauseous. Yeah. But by the end of it, you know, I was drunk enough that it didn't bother me. <laughs> right. Yeah, but uh, we filmed it in our hometown, Columbia, Missouri, in a big warehouse over the course mm-hmm. of three days, and um, we saw it on MTV for the first time yeah, like yeah. a week ago. That was really exciting. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually that you can't tell in the video, but that. Okay. The light rig is like actually pushed by our friends. Like <laughs> yeah. our friends volunteered man, and stepped up. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like four guys just running their hearts out, like <laughs> spinning this contraption. So, wow. yeah. yeah. How come aren't there shots? Aren't there shots going when you can just see the entire carousel and you can't see any? Uh, can't see you, anything. Yeah, but they're kind of slightly out of focus, so oh. you can't really see. Yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky, the tricky. Beauty of editing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Movie magic. <laughs> Um, let me see. Let's see if I can think of anything else good. Was is, is there anything else you'd like to say, dear fans? Um Thank you. Thanks. Go to Bonnaroo <laughs> next year, it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> Who's doing Bonnaroo? Like is there a nice are you guys doing Bonnaroo? Uh, we played it last year. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bonnaroo did just happen, huh? Yeah. Jeez. It's it's hard to keep up now. There's a ton of festivals. Yeah. So. I'm always just stuck on like Coachella and street scene and that's about it. Yeah. Like as far as big festivals. Right. On Sunset Junction. Whatever. <laughs> um, okay, cool. I think that's good to go. Awesome. All right. Well, Thanks, man. Oh, would you like to do um, do a station ID? Yeah, sure. Sure. You guys can like mess with it as much as you want, as long as you say K U C I Irvine. K C K U C I Irvine. K U C I Irvine. Okay, so you can say whatever you want. Hi, this is Alex from White Rabbits, and you're listening to K U C I Irvine. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> if you want, you can make it funny or something. Uh, I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Alright, I, I think that's good. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. I'll no just problem. listen to this back. Thanks, thanks again. It's awesome. Yeah, so, well, maybe you'll have uh, more time yeah. now that you got here early. Yeah, well, I'm going to stick around for the show, so yeah. Alright. Awesome, yeah. I'll probably get something to eat and then I'll watch the subjects when they come up. Thanks again.